good morning. Oh, good morning. All right. I hope you are still awake. Nobody is sleeping. Nobody is hungry. And you still got some time for the word of the Lord. Amen? All right. I am back from vacation as well. We spent two beautiful weeks on vacation, and I brought you a photo, but I would like to show you. I asked my wife to take a picture of three of us, and, um, <laughs> and this is what happened. Well, I showed her this picture, and she said, well, all three of us are on the picture, right? So on the left, that's Amy's hand. On the right, the little chubby arm, that's uh, Yanni, and then me is the rest. So all three of us are in the picture. And I, I showed her this photo, and I said, didn't you learn from your father? <laughs> I mean, he takes pictures of you taking pictures of someone taking pictures. And you cannot take a photo of three of us. But obviously, it was just a joke. She probably pressed a button or something, and it just didn't work out. But it's good to be back. And uh, after, I, after I got back, I had this uh, expression really moving around. And, and it was in my mind that every good thing uh, come to, every good things come to an end. And uh, maybe some of you have the same feeling when you go away at your vacation and you just don't want to come back, or maybe you are just resting at your home and uh, you just take time off uh, here in, in Canada and you just don't want to go back to working. And this is the thing that com comes to your mind. Every good thing comes to an end. Well, this is the same feeling what I have now. Uh, I, have, I had the privilege of uh, working here, being here uh, for a year now. And uh, this year was really good to me. I, I felt I feel that I was blessed by it. It was a, it was a really good year because I got to know you. Um, I, I told many people that by the time I will get to know everyone, I will have to leave. And that's, that's what's happening, uh, you know, this September, and this is our last Sunday now here. So every good thing comes to an end, and it was a good year. I really enjoyed it. I learned a lot uh, how to plant a church and uh, how not to plant a church. Next time, if I plant a church, I will be much better. But I'm just joking. I'm not planning any more churches. It was enough. Once a lifetime, it's, it's good. And um, it was really good. Also, there's another reason why it was really good this year for us. Um, Amy, my wife, she, she was raised and grew up here. And she always had this dream that she wanted her baby to go to the same nursery and the same Sunday school as she was going when she was growing up. So this year, we had the privilege of having our son uh, going to a nursery downstairs and being part of that. And so one of her dreams uh, came true uh, throughout this year. And, and obviously, we are really thankful for that. And there are many other things why I think this year was good and this year was a blessing to me. Um, and, um, and it comes to an end. So I was thinking... Um, uh, about this, that maybe this thing is true not for vacation and not for this year, but other things, uh, it's true that every good thing comes to an end. So I, I'm bringing you today 1 Peter chapter 1. So if you have your Bible on you, please open up 1 Peter um, chapter 1. And uh, we are going to read uh, only these um, verses so you don't have to turn your Bible somewhere else. And yes, you can pick up your phone 
because Jesus is calling you this morning. Um, all right, did you, did you find uh, 1 Peter chapter 1? We're going to read verse 18 to uh, 25. All right, this is what the Bible says. For you know that God paid a ransom to save you from the empty life you inherited from your ancestors. And it was not paid with mere gold or silver, which lose their value. It was the precious blood of Christ, the sinless, spotless Lamb of God. God chose him as your ransom long before the world began. But now, in these last days, he has been revealed for your sake. Through Christ... You have come to trust in God, and you have placed your faith and hope in God because he raised Christ from the dead and gave him great glory. You were cleansed from your sins when you, obey, you, when you obeyed the truth. So now you must show sincere love to each other as brothers and sisters. Love each other deeply with all your heart. For you have been born again, but not to a life that will quickly end. Your new life will last forever because it comes from an eternal living word of God. People are like grass. Their beauty is like a flower in the field. The grass withers and the flowers fades. But the word of the Lord remains forever. And that word is the good news that was preached to you. Amen. So I said, every good things come to an end, and, and uh, going on the same pathway now, I say that our lives will come to an end. In verse 24, we can read that people are like grass. First, when I read this Bible verse, I was a little bit hurt. Really? This is, this is who we are? This is what, what the Bible thinks about us, that we are like grass? I'm, I'm a grass person. I don't know if you know what that means, but I like to, you know, make sure that my, my grass is green, it's spotless, it's, it's beautiful, and um, I like to cut it, I like to seed it, I like to take care of it, but I don't like to waste uh, water on watering it. So basically, kind of all the work I put into it, it usually just goes down the drain because... Uh, it's just going to dry out and it's going to die anyway if, if there's not enough rain. But um, uh, when I read this Bible passage, this is what I was thinking about, that this is, this is our lives. Um, we are going to fade away. We are going to die just like the grass. And uh, I think there's an importance uh, that we are reminded of this, that our, life, our lives will come to an end. I'm not that kind of person who would just sit in a dark room and think about that, you know, uh, our lives will come to an end. But sometimes I, have the, I realize it, and I think it's important. I think it, it open up, opens up my eyes and uh, it helps me to change my focus on how I look at things. Because, you know, we are, we are in a routine, we are living our lives, and we are doing everything, the same thing every day, day by day. And then sometimes I realize that all, the, all these things will be gone. All these things that we care so dearly will be gone. 
And everything is not so important what we think is important uh, if we look at it from a heaven perspective. We won't be able to carry anything up there. We won't be able to, you know, bring really anything with us what we are working so hard. And uh, you just have to realize and you just have to see from a heaven perspective that when you see that our lives will come to an end, it's kind of like a shocking wake-up for you that maybe uh, our, my priorities should shift. Maybe what is, was important before is not so important anymore, and what is not important should be important to me and to us. So have this heaven perspective and, and, just, and just see this truth. Our lives will come to an end, even if you like it and if you, if, even if you don't. And this is how we arrive to the next truth. It says, our, our accomplishments here on earth will fade away. In verse uh, 24b, we can read this. And all their glory is like the flowers of the field. This is the NIV. It's a different translation. And the reason why I chose this, because I like these verses when it says that, and all their glory is like the flowers of the field. Um, uh, flowers are not welcomed in our house. And the reason why I'm saying this because I have tried buying flowers to my wife, but she is just so good at not watering them and forgetting about them that basically these flowers die real quick. <laughs> this is not her with the flowers, but something like this usually happens right after we get flowers. So... Again, this was a good reminder for me that the same thing will going to happen with our accomplishments. The Bible says that oral glory will be the, like this flower. It's going to fade away. But what does it mean, all their glory, oral glory uh, will, will fade away? Well, I was thinking, and it was something in my mind, I think, what is like, you know, we try to... Um, gather a lot of things uh, during our life. And uh, again, what I am, I'm thinking that we won't be able to carry these to heaven. Silver or gold, that's how the Bible usually uh, says it. But obviously, we are not collecting silver or gold anymore. We are collecting other items, what we dearly like. And also, in, in, at your work, you are trying so hard to accomplish things, and we are trying to make a big, uh, we are trying to have an effect, we are trying to uh, do different things, but again, our glory will fade away, and whatever we do, uh, sooner or later, people will forget it. That's, it. that's what the Bible says. But then, I was thinking about these things. And I kind of don't really agree with this saying. So I came to a realization that not every good things come to an end. Because there's always a God in the picture. And when you put God in this picture, everything changes. Everything can turn upside down. So my next truth that I came up with uh, based from, from these Bible verses is that if you hope if your hope and faith is in God, your life will not end. Amen. I will read this again. If your hope and faith is in God, your life will not end. First Peter uh, for 1, 
verse 23 says, For you have been born again, but not to a life that will quickly end. Your new life will last forever because it comes from the eternal living word of God. Amen. So, um, it's really good to know that our life, if, we, if our hope and faith is in God, will not end. But what does it mean, born again? Even in the Bible, there is always, there is always pe people who didn't really understand this whole idea of being born again. So I thought we could talk about this today a little bit as well. What does it mean to be born again? How can you be born again? Well, there is different birth and death, but we can talk about when we talk about being born again. Obviously, we have earthly uh, birth. When our, when, you know, we can, after our, um, we come out from our mother's womb, we have the earthly birth. And then, uh, later on, obviously, you know, we know that we are going to have an earthly death. Is that right? Can I have a yes? yes? All right. And then we have a second birth. We can have a second birth when we accept Jesus Christ as our Savior. And we can be born again without actually coming out from our mother's womb. Is that clear? Say yes. yes. All right. I know you are here. All right. And then, so we have a second birth. But also a Bible talks about a second death. What do you think the second death could be? Well, later on when Jesus will come back and he will judge us, if we don't believe in Jesus Christ, we will, those people will experience the second death. All right? But this is the crazy part. If you believe in Jesus Christ, it will not affect you. It will not affect me. So I believe that I actually had two births. My earthly birth, my second birth when I accepted Jesus Christ. But I only will experience earthly death. And I will not experience the second death when Jesus will come back and, and, uh, on a judgment day. Is that clear? Say yes. yes. Amen. So what do you believe? Will you experience the second death? I hope you, you think and you know that because of Jesus Christ, you, the second death will not affect you and your lives. And the only thing you have to do is believe in Jesus Christ. Amen? All right. Not everything we accomplish here on earth will fade away. This is what I say now. It looks like kind of what I said in my first and second point. I'm kind of saying a totally opposite of those. And this is how uh, I kind of wanted to just, you know, play with your minds a little bit. Because not everything we accomplish here on earth will fade away. This is what First Peter first, uh, tw uh, verse 22 says. You were cleansed from your sins when you obeyed the truth. So now you must show sincere love to each other as brothers and sisters. Love each other deeply with all your hearts. So the Bible tells us that we have to love one another, but it has really two aspects of it. Obviously, we have to love others, and we have to show compassion, and we have to care for people. But also, as we love others, we would like to show them the love 
the, the love what we received from God, trying to tell them about the, the love of God. So, obviously, we are trying to, to build the kingdom of God by showing love to our neighbors, to our friends, and to our family. Do you know what is the only good thing you won't be able to do in heaven? What is the only good thing you won't be able to do in heaven? Well, the only good things will be winning souls for him. That will be the only good thing you won't be able to do in heaven because everyone who is there is already there. So you don't have to convince them uh, about God and you don't have to work on them, winning them over. And why, why is this different, this accomplishment? If you reach out to your family, to your friends, and you are trying to build the kingdom of God, and you are winning souls for him, and you can tell that, okay, because of, because of my work, with the help of God, because of my work, I kind of win a soul for him. Why do you think this accomplishment is different? The Bible says that you have to collect treasure in heaven. And uh, I was thinking, what, what kind of treasure we can collect in heaven? Because the Bible says we cannot bring anything up. So what is this treasure what we can actually collect uh, in heaven? And uh, I think these are the people who we, who we win over. That's the treasure we can collect. So when you are sharing the good news of Jesus Christ and someone accepts the Lord because of your work, she or he will be your treasure in heaven because you will be able to take him or her up to heaven. So this is what obviously we will try to do in the Ajax area to collect treasures in heaven, trying to win souls and trying to build the kingdom of God by reaching out to those who are lost and who doesn't know Jesus Christ. And I just would like to encourage you to do the same thing. Do you have treasure in heaven? Have you started to collect these treasures in heaven? If the answer is no, I would like to encourage you to start collecting your treasure today. You don't know when your life will come to an end. And you don't want your treasure box to be empty in heaven. And that is the best place to have treasure. You know, when you have some money and you try to invest it, people tell you that, oh, you should buy these bonds, you should get that stocks, you should do this with your money. Well, well that is really important to be smart with your money. But guess what? This is the best bank you can collect your treasure. Amen. Heaven is the best bank where you can keep your treasure and God will bless it and God will bless you because you're collecting treasure. And this has the best return ever because it will bring joy to you like nothing else and you will be able to uh, just enjoy your life and God will bless you because of your treasure in heaven. Amen? All right, let's move on. It was not with perishable things that you were redeemed. We are talking here about things which has an end. And it's really cool to see that actually when we are redeemed 
through Jesus Christ, we are not redeemed with perishable things. This, again, this is from the NIV. It's a uh, new, it's a different translation. And this is what the Bible says. For you know that, is that it was not with perishable things, such as silver or gold, that you were redeemed from empty way of life handed down to you from your ancestors. So again, it was not with perishable things that you were redeemed. Redeemed. When I read this Bible verse, it kind of um, made me think of non-perishable food. You know, we collect them, we keep them here in the, in the kitchen so we can bless others who come in and who, who, who has needs. And uh, obviously at home you have uh, non-perishable food. If, you know, your fridge is empty, you just crack up a can and then you can have some beans or whatever you like. And, um, and they are good forever. I mean, forever. There, there is a date on that, and that's just the don't sue me date. <laughs> but really, if you don't open up a can, I, I mean, you can eat those 20, 30 years down the road, and <laughs> I, think, I think they will be still just fine. But don't do it and then sue me later, okay? But, but this is what I believe. Listen, when I, when I was in high school, I lived in a, in a boarding school, so I was away from my, from my parents, and I only had uh, one weekend to go home in every month, so we were hungry. I mean, we were hungry. You know, we, every time we went home, we would pack all the food, we would get a lot of things, and we would carry it to the school, and we would have it in a, in a dorm room. But, you know, we were, we were young, so we didn't know how to really schedule or how to really save. So probably in two and a half days, we ate everything but our parents packed us. And then, you know what happened, you know, the cans and those kind of goods stayed in our dorms for longer. And then many times it happened that, you know, it was over the due date. Do you think we cared? <laughs> Man, we, we even ate the can itself. <laughs> and, uh, and we were proud of it. And uh, we were hungry. So these non-perishable foods, they are good forever, okay? Forever. But they are really not. And now I would like you to think about the spoiled food. Like maybe like there's a, f a fruit tray. Oh, I have to, I cannot really move around with this mic. So I want you to think about a, f a, f uh, a fruit tray. There are like some nice fruits on it, some pear, some uh, apple, whatever your favorite fruit is. And then you have a spoiled apple or a spoiled whatever, and you put this on that fruit tray. What happens with this food if you put a spoiled food in the middle of this food tray? It's gonna get spoiled, right? So spoiled food will create more spoiled food. Are we clear on that? Say yes. Okay, so now I came up with this new idea, which is absolutely not true, so, but it's an idea that I think non-perishable food in we are talking about spiritual word here, okay? That non-perishable food can actually make other foods non-perishable in the spiritual life. Do you kind of understand what I'm trying to say here? So when we have spoiled food, that creates spoiled food. But when we have non-perishable food, that can create in a spiritual life non-perishable food. Because when we meet 
with an unending God and with his love who, who does not have an end that will affect us and our lives will not end after we die. Because we come in connection with that non-perishable God, with that non-perishable Jesus Christ. And our lives will turn inside out. It will change dramatically and it will change totally. We will not be the same after we meet with a non-perishable Jesus Christ. And we don't have to experience the second death, what I was talking about. Do you want to be non-perishable? Do you want to live forever? Well, guess what? You just, can't, you just have to meet with, with God. You just have to meet with Jesus Christ. And through him, you can live forever. Amen? All right, and at last but not at least, what, what is unending? And we were kind of talking about this, but I wanted to make it super clear, God and in His, uh, God and His love. Um, but as we live our lives, uh, we, we experience many things in our lives. A lot of things is changing. Nothing is certain. We feel that there is nothing but we can rely on. But there is God and his love. And we know that that is a good and great foundation we can always rely on. We can take a look at the next slide, please. Um, so what is unending? God and his love. And as I said, God and his love can be the foundation, can be the origo point, you know, the, the point zero where you can really... Um, just use that as a focus point in your lives. So um, you maybe go through difficult times. You don't know what to rely on and you don't know what is unchanging and what is certain. Well, I just would like to place this on your heart. God and his love is, is unending and it's unchanging. And no matter what you're going through, you can always go back to this foundation. You can always come back to this source. Because God and, in his, God and his love will be always there for you. And I would like to just finish uh, with the verse and how, uh, how this letter was finished. But the word of the Lord remains uh, forever. Uh, Oh, yeah, I forgot two things, and they are really important. And I'm just going to tell you anyways. All right, go back, please. All right. We are talking about things which would end. But I think when we are talking about God, um, he is, with him, this word came into my mind that he endures forever. His faithful love endures forever. And on the next slide, we can see Psalm 136. This is one of my favorite psalms. It's really repetitive, and it can be really, really boring. But I think it's just trying to underline uh, God's love uh, which endures forever. So I'm going to read the white part. And can you please read the green part together out loud? Can you do that for me? Say yes. All right. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. Give thanks to God of gods. Give thanks to the Lord of lords. He remembered us in our weakness. 
He saved us from our enemies. He gives food to every living thing. And this is the last one, so say out loud after, okay? Give thanks to God of heaven. As I said, in our changing lives, this is the one thing which never changes because His love endures forever. Let's bow our heads and pray. Heavenly Father, this morning we are thankful for your word. We are thankful that you are teaching us. We are thankful that we could learn about, about birth, about death, and about your unending love, Heavenly Father. We are thankful for Jesus Christ because we know that through him we can live forever, Heavenly Father. Thank you so much for this blessing. And we, we cannot uh, praise you enough for this. We cannot enough worship you for this. But we just would like to say thank you. Everything you have prepared for us, everything you have done for us, and your unending love towards us.